0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org.
1: Daddy, every time I try to change, I always keep on making mistakes. Like what? Well, I was trying to lose weight, and the day after I started my diet... Moishi brought pizza to school, for his bar mitzvah. I I was so hungry from the night before, I ate five slices of pizza. That probably didn't help your diet. No, it didn't. And then, when I stood on the scale, and I saw I gained weight, I felt bad, and I ate more nosh. So I gained even more weight, until I just eventually gave up. Oh, that's a shame. I also once tried cutting down on speaking Lashon Hara. And? Well, for a whole week, I didn't say anything bad about my friends. Then came Shabbos, and I was at Yankee's house, and they started talking Lashon Hara. Did you hear anything? I felt bad saying anything, so I ended up listening and talking Lashon Hara for two hours. Just because I couldn't tell them to stop. Again, I had failed.
0: So did you give up?
1: Sure. What's the point of keeping going when you fail and you mess up?
0: What do you mean? Everybody slips sometimes. Even the Yidin and the Midbar slipped. They made an ego, but Hashem forgave them, and they stayed alive and remained His people, His Am Yisrael. Throughout the entire time in the Midbar, we keep on reading about different Averis that the Yidin did. But HaKadosh Baruchu never let go of them. Do you know why? No. Why? Let me tell you a story that will explain it to you. There was a bocher whom we'll call Shaya from a well-known Chosheva family in America that was having trouble in yeshiva. He just couldn't settle down, and he decided he was going to go and get himself a job. When he went to his interview, He looked around and he saw the kind of people that he was going to be working with and decided then and there that he wanted to give Yeshiva another chance. He didn't want to lose out what was left of his Yiddishkeit. And he knew that with hanging out with the wrong people and being in the wrong environment, he would lose most of what he still had. So he came back to his father and he said to his father, Daddy, I want to go back to Yeshiva. That's great. Where do you want to go? I, I, I want to go to Erzisol. But, but we can't afford that. But I, I need to go there to Steig. There's nowhere in America that's right for me. I really feel if I go to Yisrael, if I find the right place, the right yeshiva, I'll be able to Steig there properly. Uh, that might be, but we, we still can't afford it. Then I'll have to find a way to pay for it. If you do, that's great. We'll support you but we just can't afford to pay for it. Shaya called up a man by the name of Rav Kalman Krohn from Lakewood to ask him for help. Is this Rabbi Krohn? Yes, and who is this? My name is Shia. I wanted to come and speak to you. I want to go to Yeshiva Neitz but I need your help in order to do it. Are you serious about this? Yes. Really serious? Yes. Extremely serious? Yes. As serious as it will ever, ever get? Yes. Okay. If you really want me to help you, you can come to my house tonight and I'll speak to you. Okay, okay. Uh, What time should I come? If you come at two o'clock in the morning, I have a slot for you. We can sit and we can talk then. Are you serious now? Yes. Yes. That's when I can see you. I look forward to seeing you later at 2 a.m. Okay, I'll be there. Shia met Rabbi Krohn, and they spoke for an hour. And after speaking for an hour, Rabbi Krohn said to him, Shia, I can see that you're very, very sincere. And you know what? I want to help you. I want to make sure that you'll be able to succeed." So I'm willing to pay for your ticket to Eretz Yisrael and for you to have a good Chavrusa in Mir Yeshiva. So I wish you great atzlacha. Here is the money, and I hope you don't let me down. Make sure that when you're in Mir, you behave properly, you don't get into any trouble, and that you learn with your chavrusah. And I'm sure you'll shteig, and you'll become a big Tamachachim. Shaya. Bought himself a ticket and went to the yeshiva to be forhead by Ravnossan Svi Finkel Zatzal. Rav Ravnossan Svi accepted him to the yeshiva. But Ravnosan Svi Finkel was not only a tzaddik and not only a Godal, but he was also very clever, and he understood the situation with Shia, and therefore he said to Shia, Shaya, I'm willing to accept you to my yeshiva, but only on two conditions. Anything, Rosh Hashiva, anything. I- I'm desperate to come to Yeshiva. What do I need to do? Number one, you have to join the Chabura that learns the Daf. I don't want you joining any of the other Shurim. I just feel that if you come to the Yeshiva and you're going to sit and kvetch on an amud of Gemara for three weeks, you're going to lose all of your drive. It's not right for you. So you need to join the yeshiva and learn a daf a day, every single day with a big Khabura that learns the daf. Okay, I think I can do that. And what's the second one, Rosh Hashiva? And number two, if you have any issues within the yeshiva, with money, with friends, with a bedroom, with a dira, anything, I want you to come straight to me and I will try to help you. Thank you so much, Rosh Yeshiva. I really appreciate your confidence in me. And Emir Yetz Hashem, I'm going to join the Yeshiva in the Daf Chaburah, and I'm going to steig. Shaya started learning Emir, and for the first time, he was really seeing tremendous Hatzloch in his learning. He was Shtayiking, and continued Shtayiking, for three months, until one day, something came up, and he slipped up. He did something that went against his agreement with Rabbi Krohn from America. And he is so embarrassed, he did not know what to do. And he just hoped that Rabbi Krohn would never find out. But the next day, his phone rang. Hello? Uh, Hi, this is Kalman Krohn. How are you? Um, fine. Um, actually, (laughs) uh, not so fine. Uh, I don't know how I am. I feel so terrible. Shia, I know what happened. And that's why I called you. Oh, I- I'm so sorry. W- w- what can I do? Shia, do you know any millionaires? No. None? No. Well, I do. And I will tell you what they do. They find a business. That they think is worth investing in. And then they put money in that business. Mostly, it makes money. But every now and then, they start losing some money. But do they pull out their money right away? As soon as something starts losing money, do they pull out the money? No. They stay and stick with it. If it's the right investment, they become rich. Because they don't give up, just because they lose a little bit of money. They hold on to this investment, and after a while, they make the right amount of money. Robert, that's that's very nice, but what does that have to do with me? I invested in you, because I believe in you. You are going to make me into a millionaire. One day, you will be my big business that makes millions. And just because I lost a bit on the way doesn't mean I've given up hope on you. If I can't, just keep going. Don't give up. One day, we will both, both of us, be millionaires. Shaya got such chizuk from this and he went on to stay in Mir Yeshiva for another ten years. He became a big-time chochum and built a beautiful family. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? Kalal Yisrael slipped but Hashem knew he was on to something great. And so he kept going with them. He never let go of Klalishol. Because he knew this is his Am Yisro, And they were going to make him into millionaires, so to speak. We all have hiccups in life. We all make commitments. And then we slip. Sometimes a lot. And sometimes just a bit. But just because you slipped doesn't mean you failed. And you should give up. Keep at it. Keep going. Eventually, one day, you'll be successful, and you'll be the mitzvah millionaire. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend.